Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. All right, let's uh, find out what's uh, been going on at uh, Disney as it came out with sales and profit that was below Wall Street expectations. Joining us to look at all this is uh, Gita Ranganathan, tech and media analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence. Gita, uh, looking at what's happened at Disney, I mean, it's quite something. You add 12 million subscribers, which is a big, big uh, beat on the consensus, and you still come in below estimates. What happened here? Yeah, that's it's a really good, good question. I mean, um, what happened was they came in light on profits, and they came in light on profits both on the streaming side. And, and with streaming, of course, there are absolutely no profits, which meant there were more losses than expected. So, so far, we've seen $4 billion in fiscal 2022 losses. And then on the theme park side as well, and this was a little bit of a surprise, I think, uh, to most investors, they came in about 20% short of consensus in terms of you know park profits. So I think those two were like the big headline numbers. Uh, that is kind of causing this weakness in after hours. Normally, when we think about costs uh, in streaming, we would be thinking about uh, access of content, but that's not a problem for Disney. It has loads of content. So it's kind of curious. Uh, what is the, where is the cost structure that's so high when it isn't the content? So it is the content, too. They are spending, uh, really, they're, they're spending tons and tons of money for producing some of these really big shows on the Disney Plus platform. Yes, they have access to IP, but remember, creating even like one season of The Mandalorian or some of these Marvel series, it costs them about $25 million per episode. So we're looking at, you know, $10 billion in content costs for fiscal 2022. That's probably going to go up the next year. So they are spending a lot on content, but where they're really looking to get more efficiencies going forward is really in the marketing spend. Um, so with, you know, with them launching in so many different markets, they obviously had to undertake uh, very intensive marketing efforts, but obviously all of yeah. that is going to come down pretty, pretty nicely going forward. So, so that's interesting because it means that they need new content, not just the other content. But are they also producing some content that is only for the streaming? It's not for the theatrical, and therefore, you know, you really have to, to up the spending. Oh, absolutely. There is a lot of content that's exclusively for streaming, whether it's all of these Marvel TV shows, whether it's, you know, The Mandalorian, which is a Star Wars show. Um, we had Andor. We have, you know, She-Hulk. All of these are created exclusively for the Disney Plus platform. Um, and so, yes, they do have, uh, you know, just that component. But, of course, as you mentioned, they also have, you know, content that they are creating for a theatrical, worldwide theatrical releases, which then also, again, flows back into the Disney Plus platform after about two months or so, um, you know, uh, at the box office. 
Well, tell me something. What happens, uh, you know, we've got just on the sports side of things, uh, you know, we've got ma- major headwinds uh, indeed with uh, all these uh, uh, different rights that they have to screen sport in different jurisdictions. Uh, the, these cost a lot of money and a lot of these are coming up for renewal. Yeah, that is a big, big, uh, you know, uh, a pain point, not just for Disney. I think it's it's for all of, uh, you know, the media landscape. So for Disney, Disney, they are the biggest sports rights holder right now. They pay about $9 billion every year, and that's really because of ESPN and all of the marquee rights that ESPN holds. Um, yes, there is huge cost inflation. On average, we've seen at least about, you know, 50-60% cost inflation every time these rights come up for renewal. So that is something that, that Disney is definitely looking at down the road. But what they've shown us so far is that, uh, you know, they are willing to exercise a lot of discipline and forego rights if it doesn't make financial sense to them. So they did that recently in India with the IPL cricket streaming rights. Um, That was really a huge magnet for them in terms of subscriptions, but it was very, very expensive, and so they decided to let that go. And they said they're going to do the same thing for new sports rights that kind of come up. They're going to be very financially disciplined as they take a look into those. You mentioned uh, the the parks were disappointing. Uh, Was a lot of that tied to China because of lockdowns, or was it also disappointing in North America? No, it was definitely, some of it was international. And with China, what they did mention was that they have very, very, actually, they have absolutely no visibility uh, into when Shanghai is going to be able to reopen. So that is definitely going to take a toll in terms of profitability. But, you know, what was disconcerting was that we saw some pretty weak results from the U.S., you know, the domestic parks as well. Of course, some of that was tied to Hurricane Ian. Uh, which affected their Florida park. Uh, It resulted in about $65 million of operating uh, income impact. Uh, But they also talked about higher costs. And so one has to wonder about inflationary pressures in their cost base. Um, You know, they talked about costs of new attractions. So all of that kind of really took uh, or, or, you know, uh, exerted pressure on on the bottom line for for the Mm. park segment. Excellent stuff, Gita. Thanks very much. We note that uh, uh, Disney is off the worst levels in after hours. The stock traded down about almost 8%, now down about 6, 6.1%. Gita Ranganathan is tech and media analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.